Hi there. Hello. Is my catchphrase. Welcome to the podcast, which is called Nigh Unwatchable. Sure. Where we watch bad shit. Mandy, third. <laughs> I was gonna. I was so excited after we talked about it last time. I was so excited to say shit in the opening five minutes. I guess I still. May, oh yeah, we're at you minute second thirty. You sick. Oh, succeed. Yeah, I thought you were gonna call me a sick fuck. I'm a sick fuck named Harrison. That's a sick fuck named Chris, and we do the sick fuck shit of watching the worst of the worst. There it is. So you don't have to. That's the tagline. Uh. you shouldn't see this is not unwatchable it's pretty good um the 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 particular movie that we watched this week Mm -hmm. last 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 week i told you that we were watching the bad robocop and you may have been thinking oh robocops two or three no motherfucker even worse we're going robocop 2014 because chris there's a lot wrong with RoboCops 2 and 3. I believe it's 2 and 3. I'm almost positive. I'm almost He's positive. He's Googling. They're, they're essentially uh, interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a RoboCop 3. Ooh, 1993 Yeah, we're talking about the modern-day remake of the OG RoboCop. We're talking about the 2014 RoboCop. And for all of their faults, RoboCops 2 and 3, for all of their many, many, many faults. Wow, shady. They're at least funny, you know? <laughs> I'm at least laughing Yeah. a decent portion because you are supposed to, hey. Chris. RoboCop. So, Chris, I just found out that Chris has never seen RoboCop. I thought it would the be. The original, which is wild to me. Yeah, I thought it would be funny love it. to watch this one because I saw it pop up. Well, it's, and I was like, well, I haven't seen the OG, so it'd be funny to start with the famously bad one. <laughs> That's and I love that you did that specifically because I have like I think this movie doesn't work, but it's because I'm comparing it to something. I'm fascinated to see like how weirded out you were by the fact that like like something like this couldn't exist without a predecessor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole ethos behind this version is okay, we've done kind of the I mean, the original RoboCop—it's not slapsticky, but it is—it it is hugely satirical, and it is funny. I mean, there, 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 are, like the violence in the original RoboCop is part of the like. It is so aggressive and so over the top that like that's the point. You know, it's not—it's not good that it's that violent. You're not supposed to walk away with it being like, I'm so glad that all those people got brutally murdered by okay. machines. In it's that like movie. Bruce Campbell you know, like... with a with a chainsaw. Evil Dead, kind of, kind of. It has it has a similar. It's it, it's definitely a little more self serious than Evil Dead, specifically because RoboCop himself is the straight man. So like a lot of the humor comes from the fact that he's just deadpan and like. I'm following orders, being good cop, you know, like oh, that, okay. that, but th- no, dude, RoboCop, 
rocks actually <laughs> like I, I and it's it's really it's really funny to try to sell somebody on robocop because for the most part you've just seen it or you haven't you know there's not there's not this in between of like oh yeah no i'm dying to like get around to robocop well, and that's a great it's, way honestly that's a i mentioned this right before we started recording but up until like i don't know maybe eight seven or eight years ago i didn't know that RoboCop and you, listener, if you haven't seen either of them or are not familiar with the franchise, I didn't know that RoboCop was a dystopian, like, cautionary tale sort of IP. I thought it was a yeah, superhero movie. Big time. I thought RoboCop was a sci-fi superhero God. guy. Because that's what the See? title is. That's what it sounds like it is. Which now I understand is a kind of a bit like the title is a little bit of like it is trying to be like this is silly but yes but like i didn't know that and frankly with this movie being the first time i saw it i didn't even realize that with this 2014 movie until the end because by the end of the movie Mm. it's clear that this new robocop is a satire but it's a satire in like such a more highbrow way where mm-hmm. all of like everything that's satirical you're just supposed to get as the audience yeah. as opposed to it making fun of it it's just like we're just liter we're saying the evil corporate thing and you are mm-hmm. to get that that's satire from this character because what a crazy God. thing to say the problem is yes. when every part of a world is satirical like that you do need to add that like i guess sarcasm is the right word you need to add like that tone of sarcasm so i i can laugh at the satire Otherwise, the satire yes. kind of like falls back into the into the picture because everything is that way. Ah, and Chris, see, that's the thing. One of into the, the big Sorry. selling points <laughs> of huh? Nothing, nothing. Carry on. I was correcting myself. One of, one of the big like selling points of or or, or 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 shall i say one of the ways in which the original robocop tips its hand to the audience and kind of lets you know that it's satire yeah. is the violence is absurd <laughs> ridiculous people get blown apart their heads explode like <laughs> it's it's hilarious because i mean it's also kind of rad but you know like for the most part it's funny yeah. because it's so over the top that you understand like, oh, okay, this is like Tarantino violence. This is not like, I'm not supposed to be like, ooh, gross. Like, you know, the, the, the violence is ridiculous to sell the fact that this is a bad thing. What you're watching, everything that's happening, not a good thing. <laughs> we don't want RoboCop <laughs> to exist ever. This is horrible. But I will, I will say this. I do think that a big reason why the public perception of him as a superhero and and that being his thing and it not being a satire or self-aware is because it did become that. Robocop 2 and 3 are like, it has just been neutered, which is really sad because there's a huge anti-corporate slant to the original one. Huge. I mean, the bad guy, the bad guys in the first movie are literally a boardroom. The final scene takes place in a boardroom <laughs> where like everyone gets shot up. It's a, it's awesome. Like I I love it, but it's kind of a shame to watch that franchise just get like the corporate treatment, you know? 
and, 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 and for it to just turn into something that is not self-aware at all anymore by the sheer fact that they keep making it and they keep pushing it and they're like, isn't this a cool idea? It's like, no, it's not a cool idea. It was never a cool idea. That was the fucking point. It's so interesting like, I mean, to hear. And, and I wonder now, so to get, to take us into this movie and if you haven't seen it or you aren't familiar with the plot of RoboCop, the super, super quick rundown of this movie is that there's a corporation that is, for comparison purposes, not... The the IP is not saying this. I'm saying this. There is an Elon mm-hmm. Musk-type tech billionaire who, as opposed to fucking electric cars that don't work, he's made these, like, horrifying war machines. Like, drones yes. and robots that walk around on two legs and shoot people and robots that look like humans and shoot people and... All that, not like humans, but built like humans. They're not androids, but they, you know, they're in a human shape. And it's a big giant weapons company, and it has helped U.S. imperialism grow all over the world. And the only country that doesn't Mm -hmm. allow robots in to police their populace is uh, is the U.S. So the movie (gasps) is kind of about, you have RoboCop built, you have this man-robot fusion built in order to sell the concept of a of this company being able to help police the American people, which is like, sure. And that's, and we'll get into some of the, it's like the pitch for, for fully privatizing police. Yeah. And, and like, it does not go well when they try it out, but what's interesting, that's, that's just the plot to keep you all following our conversation. Cause I think Harris and I are probably going to stray a lot from talking about the plot points in this movie. Um, Probably more and stick more with the subject matter of this movie, but now you know when we delve into plot points where on the timeline we'll be talking. Um, what's interesting about you saying it's a satire in the way it is, where it's so much more obvious about the mm-hmm. involving violence, but also the social situation and being very anti-corporate, and then the franchise itself becomes this like corporate superhero lauding thing. It makes me yeah. wonder if this new movie was trying to address that and just failed miserably in that attempt because this movie is only satire the only thing where the satire is i think obvious is in the samuel l jackson character who has a like news show that is very pro this weapons company and we just like see a lot of Mm. segments from this show about how he thinks america needs to be policed by machines and that's like obviously this very satirical character. And then everyone at the company who is on like the marketing team or Michael Keaton's CEO character are like, they're very satirical in their like lines yeah. and their thought patterns and monologues about what they're doing with the company. But besides those two elements, the rest of it is just like a serious movie. And, and I get you're trying to address like, I guess the corporate nature that the franchise took hold but it still doesn't it doesn't feel like a satire it still feels like a dystopian an attempt at a dystopian thriller even though i mean it's kind of boring so it fails at at that too but (laughs) yeah i mean that that, i don't know that's me trying to be really charitable i guess towards the the new movie no i mean you can't you can be that's that's but that's the thing and that's why like 
I would strong if anybody listening to this has not seen RoboCop, uh, the original, do it. Um, it like I again, I think it's a really good movie because ah, really good. It might be a stretch. It's a solid action flick. Okay, I like it as much as uh, and this it was actually done by the same guy. Uh, have you seen Starship Troopers? Hmm, it's been a while. Okay, that's also Paul uh, Verhoeven, okay? Oh, that is oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, is yeah. the level of satire where it's like, yeah, most of us watch that and we're like, holy shit, that like, this is a bad future. There are people that watch that and they're like, thank you. You should have to serve in the military. God, finally someone is saying it. It's like, no, nah, <laughs> that's not. You should not be impressed by the proto-fascism in that movie. That's not, God, they're I... making fun of it. I love how the actor, one of the main, like, fascistic actor characters in um, in Starship Troopers is the guy who plays the cop in Breaking Bad, like, the brother-in-law cop to Walter White is, is yes. in both of those. And fulfilling a similar role in both Function. pieces of content. <laughs> he sure is. He sure is. What we're saying is he's an American hero, you whose name currently escapes me despite the fact that i'm watching better call saw yeah i mean he just super showed famous, up but you know what i think it's okay to forget he's a great dude's name. but <laughs> yeah that's fine um the so another way that you can tell that this movie is very clearly based in a in a different uh time period this takes place in detroit mm. yeah I just thought that that was like a really, like I get that they're probably like, oh, well, you know, automakers are there, so maybe they have like the the machinery. But just given everything that we know like happened to Detroit and is happening to Detroit and just... At the time this movie came out, uh, shit that was happening to Detroit. Like this movie... That's what's confusing to it, me. I think yeah. it's just nobody 1987, cares about Detroit involved in the making of this movie or even oh. knew what was going on with Detroit. <laughs> right. I don't think they've ever been there. Because the idea um, that like Michael Keaton's billionaire tech company would be headquartered in Detroit is also like no it fucking that's so wouldn't. funny. <laughs> no it under <laughs> no circumstances none would that be the I will accept everything about this alternate reality except that right there. I'll even accept that this is supposed to take place in twenty twenty eight. Five years from now. <laughs> Five years from now. <laughs> I'll buy that before I buy that this company is centered in Detroit. Oh, my God. Um, oh, shit. Now that I think about it, it's probably racist. Oh. They said it in Detroit because they needed a quote-unquote crime city. That's why they done it. Yeah. Ah. But I, I don't, uh, that's, that's not racist. That's just America treating cities, American movies and cities. Because they do the same thing with L.A., they do the same thing with Chicago, and they do the same thing with New York. Like, any, you can pick any of those places Me, and call it, like, a tough-on-crime story movie, for sure. Well... I guess all of those places I, do have high non-white populations. <laughs> yeah, that and... <laughs> And they're often scapegoated specifically because people do know that about their populations. Oh, like, right, like right. when they, like, I mean, Chicago especially is just used as such a scapegoat, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, there, there's so much crime going on in Chicago. 
You know who lives in Chicago, don't you? Which is Fox always viewer? the most annoying part because it's like Chicago is bad not because of who lives there. It's bad because it is like historically and famously one of the most corrupt municipalities in the country. Like the mayor of Chicago, yeah. whoever they are. I mean, there's a new mayor now and hopefully they won't be this way, but we'll see. But like usually, but like, yeah, they will because the they always are. Dictator. Like the mayor's a mob yeah. boss when they're in. Like the yeah. Chicago mayor is like a dangerous person. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. The politicians are sitting there like making everything worse. I'm like, God damn it, with this crime, what's happening? I just people are getting fed up, and I just can't figure out why. Now I gotta go meet anyway. This give me another slice of cut. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, give me another slice of money pie, but I like yours better. Oh, no, slice of money pie. Actually, now I'm, like, envisioning, like, some British bake-off kind of weird money pie, so it looks like money. Ooh, Ooh. I want to eat it. What is Hollywood saying? What is Hollywood saying? <laughs> is he into it? Is he into it? I bet he's not into it. Yeah, he's not he's into going, it. I bet, I bet, I bet the nice, the nice older lady... She's probably really into it, you know. She's definitely. Are we talking like... the OGs? Are we saying Mary Berry? Are we talking the new old? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mary Berry. Okay. Come on now. Okay. Come on now. I don't, I don't. I don't know any of the new people's <laughs> names. Come on, OG. Mary Berry. Yes, of course. Mary Berry would say something polite, you know, like oh, yeah. it's got a very nice green to it, doesn't it? Oh, that's uh, your attention that's to detail is superb. Oh, your attention to detail is just superb. But I tell you, it sort of. All falls apart completely, right there. And that's where uh, Paul would come in and be like, problems. yeah, the, yeah. The, the crust but is a little I, too soggy for me. Listen up, you cunt. I grew up around bread. I grew up in a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know when when a crust is too soggy. You think I don't know bread? <laughs> oh, I, I know bread better than your mother. And I know your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Right, well, I do. I don't know why I turned him into Billy Butcher. But yeah, that got crazy. That's my Paul Hollywood. Is... Um, <laughs> so anyway, after that delicious slice of robot pie, mm. Gary Oldman shows up. Gary Oldman Which is like the science guy. Me. I just was not prepared for Gary Oldman to be in this movie. No. And I bet you weren't prepared. <laughs> no one is prepared for the fact that he... Not only does he show up in the movie, he shows up. Like, he delivers a really solid performance. I was like, Gary, 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 Gary. It's fine. It's fine, dude. It's fine. Just, you know, will... you can phone it in this once. It's like, no, no, no. I'm going to perfect my accent. I'm going to, like, wear a weird wig. <laughs> I'm going to come up with these mannerisms that are incredibly natural and just make you think, but Why? But why did he spend so much time on this performance? He's the man's a, a professional. He's a, he's a consummate professional. What can I say? Michael Keaton um, was mostly good, but he does have this one scene where he is coming up with the idea for RoboCop, which is like yeah, the funniest, yeah. worst, like out loud thinking to a room of other people monologue I've ever heard. It's like he's having it an epiphany is. in slow-mo and the result is, and it's literally just like, we'll put a man in the machine. And it's, and it's, just like, it's like, you're telling me yeah. that in the year 2028, 
the first human being on earth to ever say those words was Michael Keaton and it was right now. Fuck you. <laughs> That's just under no sir. What? What? This is 2020. Iron Man came out 20 years ago. You know how to, you know a man can go in the fucking machine, okay? This is. It's, yeah. This is not. This is not. It's just like not the way to do it either. I don't know how the original does it, but even without seeing it, I would say in a remake, just to move things along and get to the actual point of the story, maybe RoboCop (laughs) should just be a new product. Like they do this whole thing where they got to pick, they got to like RoboCop as a product is a brand new idea in the movie and they got to pick some like paraplegic like former cop dude who has been in some horrible accident losing a lot of his limbs so they can basically make him into a cyborg fine but Mm -mm. why Mm -mm. instead do you not just go like just introduce the concept to the audience as like and now in order to convince the american populace we already had this idea we're gonna make cyborgs and this is our program for making cyborgs and this is the first one like just like boom 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 you can just tell me that in straight up boardroom exposition which this movie has plenty of you don't have to make the boardroom exposition coming up with this idea for the first time because of course that looks dumb like we all we all know what cyborgs are like it's not a new idea (laughs) It's, it's like the furthest thing from a new idea i just don't like you have lots of other robots just fucking around and nobody was ever like well, I'm a man, <laughs> and that that right there is a machine. And what if I, Chris? If I if I put myself in the goddamn it, no, it'll never work. It'll never work. <laughs> now, okay, so now you brought up you brought up a really good point because it it's really weird how they um part of part of the horror is taken out in this part because he's he's a paraplegic. And he is ultimately in a suit, okay? This is an Iron Man situation. It is a man inside of a suit. No such thing in the original. In fact, it's like the joke is that only his face survived. And that's why like there's only that teeny like sliver of his mouth that you see in the thing is that he didn't have an option. Like he died. He got blown up. And they're like, we brought you back. And people will be okay with this because actually you're human no he's not like like, that's not like that's it's kind of part of the commentary that just like hey we put a friendly face on it and now it's now it's a person it's like it's not it's not a person he's not a person like it's it's it comes down pretty firmly on the side of like robocop not a person anymore And, and like that's pretty well understood in the original which again like i don't the joke is not necessarily the right word, but, but like, they know what they're doing with the fact that only his face survived. That's you know? so like, much funnier and more... Because it's instead, so much better. All right, so now let's say what they do in this new movie, because I do want to talk yeah. about it, because now that I know the original is so much better, I know. I'm, like, more pissed at this one. So this... In yeah. The, <laughs> in the remake, he, it is him. He is, like, a human... Mm-hmm. Basically, he's a human he's lost all of his limbs is the easy way to say this i won't get into what parts of him survive but his effectively his like brain and heart and lungs are still there penis 
His penis is there. So he's he's there. So so the rest of him is like this like mechanical body thing that they attach to him that he operates. But then, because of the mechanical body is made by this evil corp, they put like this new technology in that will mm-hmm. tamp down certain bits of his brain chemistry. And then mm-hmm. he like basically they're going to use their technology to take over his brain. So he will be like a passenger at one point. Gary Oldman says like a passenger viewing this experience of the robot half of him handling all the criminess and beating people up. But the machinery will also be affecting his brain chemistry to make him think that he is the one controlling the robot doing all of this, even though he isn't creating an illusion of free will. It is so convoluted. It is like, why would that? It is so convoluted. Why? Why? Uh, Copaganda, my guy. Like, like they, they literally have to come up with a sci-fi answer for why this cop is acting in an ultra violent manner. When it's like, "Mm, that's not the part I was questioning. That is not. That, that, that is a good point. That required no explanation. This movie at for all. like I like, didn't even think about that. It's like for literally just political reasons. This movie goes to extreme uh-huh. lengths to explain why this, like, how, why it needs to be this way, and then it still ends up. Mm-hmm. By the by the way, one important element of this movie. I don't know if this is part of the original. I assume not. But they like show Gary Oldman before he gets pulled into this project to build RoboCop. We get like a little a little introduction to who he is. And he's a guy who like attaches robot limbs to people who have lost like one arm or like a leg or whatever. And like helps them reintegrate that into their organic body. But it yeah. we, in the scene we get of this guy getting arms again and he's like playing the guitar. But then he starts fucking up when he like feels too much. And Gary's like, all right, calm down. Like, if you get too emotional, it messes with the technology of this system and your limbs won't work right. Which is like, first of all, not how any of that tech, though much less advanced than the fake tech in this movie, it's not how any of that tech works nowadays. Um, It's also just like, wait, so you're telling me, like, you can't use your own limbs if you, like, have too strong of a feeling? So, like, emotions become this major element of the RoboCop bit, and over the course of the movie, his like brain manages to take over the robot system for itself, give him back the correct brain chemistry and like feel emotions, and then use the robot system with those emotions. Even though we have been expressly told that that has not been possible, that isn't possible. It sh- it like breaks the machine. So how can yeah. he? do that like at all like it is where the movie goes we've been told early in the movie is like an impossible direction for it to go and the movie goes there and makes it like oh wow that's crazy and it's like no either way it's all crazy it's all shit you made up so when you tell me one thing and then break your rule for it it's not crazy that's not impressive yeah yeah you've just you've just (laughs) like complicated (laughs) what i am to understand is true or real about your universe like yeah yeah no see that is that it like 
the opposite and arguably more interesting route is taken in the original where like he can't override a command and in fact that's a that's a plot point is that he needs he like has to get the original movie ends with him getting like another robot to actually fire on the board because his programming won't allow it and he doesn't get over that like that's not because again he's not really human anymore like the only thing that has like stayed about his being human it's also a whole like the whole thing about them hailing him as like a hero and stuff like that no in the original they don't even they're trying to keep it under wraps that he even was this cop like they don't want people to know that the subject and like his old partner recognizes the way he holsters his gun because he does a cool like flippy thing and then puts it in but like yeah no it, it it's just wild how like this just took the opposite lessons almost point for point of the original movie. I mean, like, it went, whereas the original movie was like, this is a satire. This one's like, this is deadly serious. You know, we want you to take this premise with the most. It's also one of the ways it's been majorly corporatized. This movie's fucking PG-13. <laughs> Robocop is not supposed to be PG-13. Yeah, these are major Like, again, themes. the violence is part of it. Like, it is an integral part of it. It is so integral to the thing itself that to remove it does lessen the impact. Because it's like, no, the ultraviolence is part of it. It's, you're saying something with the level of violence that everyone is engaging with and with the level of excuses that are made for said violence like that's a part yeah, there's also no there's not a single altruistic character in the original one especially not amongst like the company that makes him like they're all just greedy money-grubbing bastards that 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 are like a soul fuck his soul who cares we're gonna get rich off of this you know like this is gonna be the key to privatizing uh the police force this is awesome this is huge which, like, um, is, like, kind of where some of the corporate people are at in this movie. But then, like, Gary Oldman's character is, like, swayed by money when he needs to be. But yeah, then always has a moral yeah. compass right in time. And, like, by the end of this movie, basically, RoboCop is shown to be more human than robot or something. We guess he kills the CEO. Like, again, the plot points are not super interesting or different than what you'd expect but that is so that bums me out to hear that he can't override the programming in the original because that is so much better in this movie he does override it's so much darker and it's so much darker and you know another element of like why this shouldn't be pg-13 and the themes of this movie is is it breaks its own direction like the the movie Mm -hmm. tells us from the get-go that the message is be it is it's a foucault's boomerang um message it's like we do not want <laughs> yeah. to bring we need to be careful of the weapons we create because whatever weapons our empire uses against others will eventually be brought back like a boomerang to be used against the people who live within and that's mm-hmm. i mean anyone who lives in the u.s is very aware of this concept whether or not you've heard of that before you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what it looks like because our police yeah. sure look a hell of a lot more like a military than they did 10 years ago, 15 years ago, oh, yeah. 20 years ago. And yeah. people have been talking about it getting more that way during that entire time. 
Um, so like this okay, is okay, but Chris, exactly. No, but that's the thing. Like it's like between 1987 an and 2014, everything that RoboCop originally was satirizing has gotten way worse it's gotten and it is less addressed way in this worse. film and it, that's the, the crazy thing is for it being less addressed i guess is how it begins because the beginning of the movie again yeah is actually yeah. really fucking strong you have samuel jackson do his it little is. show totally and he's is. like and this is your intro to the whole universe is like samuel jackson's talking about this company and how they've gone out to other you know sold the robots to other um other countries and in countries where the u.s has invaded you know these robots help mm -hmm. air quotes pacify the population is what he says and keep people mm -hmm. feeling secure and safe and we've got this special live stream opportunity with one of our reporters in the field who's gonna like film walking down the streets with these robots to like show us what it's like and it's just like these robots being you know like imperial colonizers to like poor people in like some unknown country where people are of a darker skin complexion it is yeah. coded afghanistan clearly um mm. yeah. <laughs> and um and yeah and then like people resist and it, the resistance is shown as a good thing it's like a suicide bomber yeah. attack yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is shown as like a, these people are doing the right justified thing this is all in the first 10 minutes of the movie and that's mm -hmm. like intense that's a lot that is very yeah. much showing like where the themes of this movie should be and then you, you build robocop by name. which we have yes. been told from the get-go especially in this big scene is like such a scary <laughs> bad thing to do and then robocop never does anything that bad he never like blows up a kid or or mm -hmm. anything like horrifying like he obviously should if this movie is going to like stick with its messaging instead he just like mm -hmm. solves some crimes his software doesn't work right because he takes over the system instead of it taking him over and he ends up killing the CEO and, and that's kind of it. Yep. Like it's, it's just like, like you said, it's, it's amazing how the movie ends up becoming copaganda because he, he is not that bad of a dude. And no, it's because he's partially not human, I guess maybe, I mean, at the end of the fucking movie, he has like a little badge emblem that has been like welded into his fucking metal chest which wasn't there for the whole rest of the movie yeah it's just like what why why it's like don't tell me this movie is gonna be like knowingly critical of imperialism yeah. at the beginning and then end with but imperialism good sometimes okay like yeah, yeah. But actually, it's fine that we have RoboCop in America because, like, that's how it ends. And, like, that's not a good thing. Yeah, like, at all. and I mean, they make it like there's some law happening in the background of this movie that's, like, going to yeah, legalize yeah, yeah. RoboCops everywhere. And the law does not end up happening by the end of the movie. So that's, like, a victory. But it should, the horror of it should still be RoboCop. Like, RoboCop is not the reason the law doesn't happen because he went around, like, killing everyone. Like, it should be, like, at right. the end of the movie, like, Detroit is in tatters and it's RoboCop's fault, you know? Like, that should, that should be, like, where we go here. Yeah. Um, like, the... the At least based on what you're the, saying about the original. That's I'm just disappointed no, I mean, that's, now that's at how, the like, is it the, the original, toast this remake is because... It, it's so... It, it's antithetical. It is antithetical to everything 
that the original was and like what because also like the the original is great at uh like it lampoons everyone <laughs> you know and it places the blame at everyone's feet like nice. the the media plays a really big role in the original more so than in this one they're they're there sometimes but the media is like a major framing device of and they're all idiots and they're all just like you know hyper focused on the violence they're asking dumbass questions to just like sit random citizens who are like oh, i think it's kind of cool that it's violent you know like it, it it's just so good like it it ah uh, you can't play with these big themes in such a callous manner uh, that that this movie does. Like you, I'm sorry, you cannot bring up American imperialism and then just be like, but, you know, this one cop isn't that bad. It's like, ah, don't do that. Why did you do that? Yeah, RoboCop still gets to be like cool and okay at the end. (laughs) Yeah, no, dude, the only thing, so, okay, now, now I'll, I'll just tell you how the original movie ends. The, the, boardroom is like annihilated it's like in flames you know one of the guys has gone out the window the only way so robocop has three prime directives as any good robot does very um it's i know i know it's like it's like serve the public trust protect the innocent and uphold the law i would argue that a few of those are pretty similar but whatever and then he has a secret fourth directive okay that that he doesn't know what it is, and the fourth directive ends up being like that Ted like Lasso he can't harm. This current season for anyone who's currently uh, watching. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> um, the the fourth one that he doesn't know about is that he can't harm uh, like the president of the board. Um, but he can like harm he can't... the rest of the board. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. So then, so then, like, but he can't do anything. So then there's a standoff where, uh, where you know, this guy's taking hostages and Robocop is like, there's nothing I can do. I can't attack the, the president of the board. So then in a brilliant move, they just fire the, the president of the board. And then Robocop is like, great. And he just shoots somebody and kills him. It's awesome. <laughs> but like the final, final, so the, the character's name is Alex Murphy. And the, like the final line of the movie is like, you know, someone on the ground, like a, a civilian, quote unquote, is like, who are you? Or like, what's your name? Murphy. And then like does the flip and like put. So that's the most like reclamation of his humanity that he gets in the entire film. And it's like, it's earned, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of fought for. But not two minutes prior, he still can't break a directive. Like, I mean, it's, it's. He's a robot. And that's part of the commentary that they're driving at is the inherent problems of following the letter of the law and not the spirit of it and how you run into a lot of problems because that's the problem with RoboCop. Yeah. Is that he's just like, my directive, like, dead or alive, you're coming with me. And then he just, you know, wrecks everybody's shit. And that's not a good thing. That's not what you want as a peacekeeping like. It's obvious. It's so god. I really need to see the original. And I'm actually I didn't plan on this, but I think it might be an interesting way for us to wrap up. There are so many. I'm curious about your thoughts relating to um, 
how this movie i assume the original also takes place in america is that correct yeah so you have the original and it's roughly present day is like the future in the original like 2000 or something yeah, I don't. I don't know if they say an exact year, but it's just futury. You know? So you have a movie. Either way, you have a movie made in the '80s with those themes, which is like pretty awesome. And then you have a movie yeah. made in 2014 with milk toast version of those themes. <laughs> but what does it say that like not only did we more time progressed oh, no. and we got more milk toast version of those themes, but also there is just no. I'm sure there's no mention of this. But maybe in the first one, no mention of like the like apartheid reality of the United States and what that would mean mm-hmm. for RoboCop in, mm-hmm. <laughs> in this new movie, which would be so much more of an interesting element to bring in. Like if you're going to make a modern version of RoboCop, especially given like facial recognition softwares and all the problems involving like the racist development of that technology and how that has like affected how police officers use facial recognition technology. Like you have an opportunity. Yeah. I know that technology was more nascent in 2014 and, and that's fair, but um, I don't know. It's like, it's a bit of a but bummer that's, that there that's isn't the thing. more of a conversation yes. there. Yes. Because yes. yeah, like that because would you're be like, you can say it. the biggest you can problem say it. Go on. is like when yeah. you say like the spirit of the law, versus the letter of the law is like yeah but the spirit that that's what made me think of this is the spirit of the law in the u.s even is the apartheid. spirit yeah so yeah w- and there are laws that are still so it's like where what is that line how does that line affect a, a robo totally man character? totally <laughs> i mean i mean okay getting directive one is protect the public trust that that you could argue that that is a direct, um, um, you're forgiving a lot of sins. That covers a multitude of sins, and that allows you to do some aggressive violence to anybody that is attacking things like, oh, I don't know, property. (laughs) And I mean, like that, like, that's what, to me, what public trust, that's not talking about, like, I trust you. That's, talking about their stuff yeah you know like that's that's directive one is protect their shit and that's that's a problem like that's which that's a great that's really intelligent for the first movie because that's accurate i mean the very first cops in this country before this country existed but in this former i don't know the the bones that became this country like cops were invented literally for that purpose their original purpose when they were first made ever in boston was protecting rich people's stuff like yep (laughs) that is like from day one that has been their purpose (laughs) yeah so that is really smart that's why why they were a thing but i i not at all that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like it, 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 it 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 gets because of what it became and because of the way it looks and because of what it's called, I think a lot of serious people dismiss it out of hand when it's like, no, if you actually watched that movie, I think you would enjoy it. Like it, it, it is, it has a lot more on the, the first one, the first yeah. one, mind you, it has a lot more on the brain. And it's also one of those great times when like, 
It's kind of like when you and me watched the first Friday the 13th, and we're like, okay, I fucking get why this is a thing now. Great you know, <laughs> like I understand how this produced a franchise. That, that makes sense <laughs> to me. It's the same thing. Where like the first Robocop was like, no, it's really good, actually. It's 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 thoughtful. The it has a lot of stop motion in it, which I like a lot. Um, yeah, that's how that's how all of the um the like w- those Walker robots are also in oh. the original kind of the chicken robots. Yeah. Um, the stop and there, yeah, yeah, and I love it. I love me some stop motion. <laughs> uh, the makeup is fantastic. The makeup and costuming in the original is really really strong. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I I I I I just I think. The original is a is a is honestly, I I regard it as a as a pretty rad uh, uh, satire that like if anything it doesn't go far enough, you know, like there are definitely some things that they could have pushed it a little more yeah. to to but I I just I love that it lampoons the media's obsession with violence and how that feeds into the violence itself and perpetuating it and also perpetuating the circumstances under which that violence happens Ooh, by like that's... constantly constantly like it there, there's this whole where he ends up being stationed is in this precinct where like the chief is real buddy buddy with the news and always likes a headline and always likes talking about these like super violent crimes and shares the details and then they just eat it up so that this area just has this perception (laughs) of being like awful and hyper violent which we then find out serves the ends of like like they're kind of like higher up criminals that are in league with the corporate guys and they're like oh we know that that's the perception we want it that way (laughs) like that's a that's a good thing God, because it's... that keeps the cops looking at the wrong people, the street level people, and we want them to be like. <laughs> I hate hearing. I just hate it. I hate hearing this. I know. Because I immediately know. I think I think about, and again, I know 2014 is almost 10 years ago. So I am thinking about it more in a 2023 sense. But it is like, I yeah. hear that. And the Where way like, I now's would the time. do a remake now, incorporating yes. that element of the press would be to yeah. have not um, to have not that what you're saying right now, but to have uh, the, <laughs> but to have the like fake crime reports because nowadays we have all these news stories that come out and headlines where if you actually mm-hmm. read them, they're like people people's perception like literal headlines are saying like the perception that crime is going up is going up, and that news yeah. is reported all the time. And the way it gets fed back through the discourse in public life when you're walking around the grocery store talking to your grandmother is that crime is going up. But that's not the case. I need, I actually, I need to have a gun on me at all times. Yeah, but that's not the case. Well, I don't know. Haven't you seen the news? Because it's It's the perception of crime is going up is going up. Mm -hmm. But, but that, that is still, that's like too much for the human brain. So we just hear crime is going up. And it's like, well, news, why would you report that at all? Because that's just a confusing piece of information. You're telling us that this confusing piece of information dun, dun, is dun. like not true. But it's like, that's not, it's making it worse. The way you're reporting it is making it so much worse. And you it, could it's, fuck it's with so, Robocop. Chris, it's so good. In there. It's so, yeah. Oh, it's and so it's, good. And they just, and instead it's they delicious. just made this milk toast piece of crap. Oh my God. Tonight at oh. nine, we discuss... Why do people think it's more violent? 
We can't figure out an answer. Maybe you can join us at eight. <laughs> Maybe it's, Robocop it's, will it's, decrease the perception that violence is going up among Americans. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Again, like you were saying with the opening of the movie, like the first 10 minutes or so kind of makes you think that that's what we're doing here. It looks like it's about to be just a really hardcore abandons. satire. Like, very yeah. intense. And then it just yeah. isn't. <laughs> well, I it's almost like they got out all of their like the whole movie should have been like that and it's almost like they got that out as like their homage to the original like right you know at at the top of the show just get it out of the way like there it is all right this is a superhero movie now it's like what the fuck i don't want no. that no one asked for that robocop is not for children he was never for children i don't care how many action figures they sold i don't care how many kids loved it it's not for children. It wasn't intended for children. Children shouldn't be able to watch it or get it. it it's just not. <laughs> it's not something you do a major disservice to the spirit of the product itself by lessening these qualities, by sanitizing it, by making it palatable. It's like it's not supposed to be. <laughs> Like, it really isn't. You're supposed to be shocked by it. It's a good thing that you're shocked by it. God. Uh, and now I'm just going to have to go watch 87. I know. I now that's I, when the original now I'm kind of keen out. on it. Well. Oh, 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 oh. 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 Um, a little something, something. We're not done yet. Let's do some. <laughs> no. No, we got to do the numbers. Oh, Fuck. Give me the numbers. We got to do the numbers. Give me the numbers okay. like you're that math whiz on that CBS hit series numbers. That's right. I know what that is. It's it it's from like 20 years ago. <laughs> it budget Okay, that's what I thought. I was like if numbers is still on, if CBS is still on, I will <laughs> um eat my hat and eat this budget. 100 to 130 million. Uh, I believe that star-studded that's cast. a lot yep and it made 242.6 million well everyone was happy but not happy enough to make another one thank goodness Ooh, yeah i was about to say i don't i don't know are those happy numbers those are happy numbers as in like no one's career is ruined no one's gonna get blamed for doing a terrible job like we made more money than yeah. we spent so no one has to like walk away in shame Everyone gets another yeah. chance, but like also no one's like super pumped about what you did. <laughs> no one's like knocking no. down your door. <laughs> oh, here we go. Canceled sequel on. Oh, that's it. It just like there was there was a sequel and based on returns, they decided to not green light it. Can't say I am sad huh. or blame them. Because as we have discovered today, there should only be one Robocop. Unless they wanted to do, like, ah. See, I am kind of obsessed with them doing a remake today and just fucking going. Oh, a good it. remake, yeah. You know? Well, that's, like, we're just not going to get the, we might get some of those, uh, like, maybe 15 years from now when it becomes more popular. But I feel like we need a a wave that is happening of more indie sort of shit like that. Like there's that movie that was released last year that's now starting to hit theaters again. The what was that? How to blow up a pipeline? That movie. 
is like mm. rolling back through theaters. I think more people releasing like stuff that is like f- either serious or funny in like the social critique realm is going to be a lot more common <laughs> for starting mm. in the more independent realm, of course. But then like once enough of those movies are popular enough, they'll they'll do something like a, a big popular IP that they can like satirize deeply. And RoboCop would be ideal yeah. for it. It really would. I, I, you know, the movie we just watched gives me no hope that they're ever going to do it in any sort of a satisfactory manner. You never know, though, because shit's weird. Like, Amazon has the fucking Expanse show, which I love. But that show is about how everything Jeff Bezos wants to do is is evil. And it's his fucking show. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. I never know. I have mixed feelings on that. I have mixed feelings. It's like he's profiting off of me enjoying the show that is critiquing everything he has announced as his, like, goals for the future. It's like, well... I mean, that's like everything Disney does now, where it's just like, you know... That's true. Hey, that's, that's so great that you put a rainbow flag up. Are you... I don't know. Making sure that those employees are protected. Is it true they're you... thinking about putting? I heard. I heard through the grapevine that there is talks, very very loose talks, about maybe building a new Disney World in North Carolina. Have you heard anything about this? Shut. The, what? Okay. Is this a joke? No. <laughs> like I said, very very. This is like where would super they put rumor it? mill shit, but. I mean, I don't know. North Carolina has lots of large tracts of land, and I mean, fuck. Well, where Disney more World importantly, is in Florida North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina, so far, so long as North Carolina is in the hands of Phil Berger and Tim Moore, our Speaker Pro Tem and Speaker of the House, respectively. Ah. Uh, North Carolina's for sale, baby. We are open for business. We don't believe anything, and we will back down on anything Wait, if it doesn't serve our pocketbook. The same? Did I say Bill Burr? As in former I didn't U.S. Say senator? Bill Burr. I did not say Bill Burr. And Bill Burr is not a former Bill Burr. U.S. senator. Richard Burr? <laughs> Richard Burr? Richard Burr. Richard Burr. Bill Burr is a comedian. Bill Burr is a comedian. And we've already... <laughs> we've covered We've actually done show. an episode on Bill Burr. Go check it out. We sure did. Um, we sure did. Well, all right. We're, we're done. Get out of here. Okay, that's fine. Um, bye, Bubbies. Come back next week for Insert Movie uh, Later. Bye! Shit, I almost hung up on you instead of stopping recording. (laughs)